Blog Talk Radio. Nice, as 
Mr. Linford McKenzie, Lord, we know he has going going through a great deal of problems in recent times, Lord. We just pray for him. And I heard from him, Lord, but you know he he has been struggling with ill health, and we just hope that you can touch his body, Lord. We also pray for the ones who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, and we just pray that you just touch their bodies. Heal this nation, heal the nations who are struggling with poverty, with whatever problems that they may encounter this time. You just touch their bodies. We pray for the ones who have not mentioned their concerns and those who are really, really struggling with any sort of setbacks, Lord. We just pray for them, and we thank you for what you have done for them and pray that they'll continue to be with us and you'll help them get back on their feet again. We're grateful for all the help you've given us, and we just pray and thank you that tonight this show will go on without any interruptions. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me just call out Hyacinth all the way from London to tell us what is happening in her neck of the woods and to let the folks hear her voice. Hyacinth? Oh, yes, well... Not much. It's cold and it's miserable, but, you know, we just thank God for each day. And, yeah, things are pretty much the same as everywhere. No happy news to bring. (laughs) Okay, indeed, and we just want you and others to keep Murchis and her mother in your prayers, Lord. Yes, yes. How about you, Donna, over there in the Twin City, New York, New York? Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Dennis. Good afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon, Hyacinth. Hello. Mm -hmm. Hello. In my neck of the woods, you know, it has been much better this week than it was last week. At least we were able to get some parties this week. I mean, last week. We were really icy the week before, so it's kind of raining today, raining yesterday, but I'm good. Were you caught cat wheeling with the victory? <laughs> Tell us the truth. <laughs> I'm telling you, I normally sign off for bed at one, right? And when yes. I signed off, West Indies did it. Come on, we can still do it at 38 months. I said, well, West Indies, I hope you get those two wickets. I will catch up with you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 
Hello to you, yeah. Leon. Hello to you, Donna and um, Hyacinth. And uh, whoever else is listening, wherever you may be out there, greetings from sunny, sunny Southern California. Oh, clear wow. blue skies and uh-uh. almost 70. Are you listening, uh, Hyacinth? I, I'm listening, yeah. I'm saying stop it. Temperatures <laughs> in the early 70s, and it wow. is a wonderful day. I mean, my front door is wide open here because it's so nice. Hello and welcome to all our listeners, wherever you are in the world. This is the Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Cricket Show. You can call us to join in with your thoughts at 1515-605-9850. That's 1515-605-9850. Or you can send us an email to the cricket show at comcast.net. The cricket show at comcast.net. And I ask you and urge you to set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern time zone and join and be one of the contributors to the cricket show. Back to you, Leon. And of course, yes, back to me. Let me firstly. Um, apologize for the error I made last week by giving you the wrong date for the Super Bowl. So it's it's now on the February the 11th instead of the 4th, I said last week. Mm-hmm. First mistake I ever made. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so what? folks, on the 11th we will have our show on yeah. the 3rd, and, and at 3 p.m. instead of 6, not the 4th that I said last week, so be aware of that time change. And during the course of the show, we'll just correct it and make sure the folks know exactly when we are on. So the, let me just run down. The, you, were you saying something I said before I go? Come on in. No, you, you said mistake. You said you're only human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only human. <laughs> <laughs> now, what really happened? My church have have a... a a party, they call it the soup bowl. Okay. Everybody's going to bring soup. Okay. <laughs> no, everybody in the church is asked to bring a, a pot of soup. And they have it on the foot. And without even looking, I just take the day to be soup the bowl. <laughs> in, in fact, yeah, so that's why the error occurred. So, nevertheless, we know you folks are understanding. You wouldn't kill me for that. You would just laugh and say, man. Come on up. Okay, Dennis, so we are going to have, uh, no, the coach is not back, so we're going to replace him, number one. And, of course, at seven, we'll have Audley Watson. He'll bring the birthday and anniversary, all named after Walter Henry, the father of Ivor Henry. And this evening, we'll have focus on the laws by none other than Hyacinth, the great... No, Donna the Great Brown. Donna the Great Brown. And the West Indies, of course, we'll talk about their great victory over Australia and tying the series. And then the ICC Players of the Month of December. And also we'll take time out to give you the player, ICC Players of the Year and the special awards. We'll have a special guest this evening. He's Earl Junior Coglin, West Indies cricket 
Development um, Academy. He is the head of that, I believe, and we'll have it um, have him at 8 p.m. England versus in India, and a great win for India over England. That too has been making the news, and England are so happy. I think he's happy, and who else is happy? Dennis is a partly Englishman. Go ahead. India over England is England over England India. England over India. England over India. England over <laughs> India. That's great. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. I know. Some would be glad to hear India over. Mr. Patel is not here, so England put a chouse in on India, and uh, we'll talk about the ICC on the 19 World Cup. West Indies. They are doing. They're doing well, having won two matches. They're on to the next round. We talk about a young man by the name of Joel Andrew. He scored a century and made a not out in three innings. He has done well for the West Indies. South Africa okay, matches according to the uh, T20, uh, T20 tournament. We talk about the He's a big bash who won the big bash league, and of course, New Zealand Super Smash tournament over there, and much, much more time permitting. But we promise you, we'll have a great show tonight. Just ask that you just put on your your, your caps, your thinking caps, and come and let us dis discuss these matters and bring the best point. They're listening to us all over, so be sure to be on your P's and Q's and let them know that we here in the U.S. of A. are happy to bring the scores every week from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's over to you all. Um, Dennis, I know you have something else to add. Well, Dennis? Leon, mm -hmm. yes. Leon, we have, we have, before you move forward, we have uh, a, a, a caller on the show whom I don't recognize and maybe you can tell us who that is or at least you know, No, but I don't know. If you call her, if you are up to be speak with us, you can put up your, your hand just press the one on your phone and we'll bring you in. 917 won't call your number on the air, but 917 are you Okay, Dennis, why don't you continue and I will go in the chat room and see right. If I can get him. Okay. Okay. All right, Leon. Thank, thank you so much. So, folks, I think Leon mentioned uh, Mr. Joe, the young man from Cricket West Indies, who has been very instrumental in the first two rounds of the uh, the uh, Youth Under-19 World Cup. Mr. Joe, um, he is scored a century and he's gone on to score another uh, magnificent uh, test innings, sorry not test but another innings uh, which has helped the young West Indies team, young under 19 team through the first round of the under 19 World Cup out there in South Africa so now West Indies will be joining the uh, Super 6 stage of the tournament and there are two sets of six teams in that uh, Super Six. And in that Sooks, we will have West Indies will join. I will just give you the uh, 
cheese. I'm looking for them right now, and they are, of course, out of my reach. But Mr. Jewell, a young man out of Antigua, um, he's played watching his brother Hilroy play, and of course, there's a story of how he became very involved at the age of, I think he was about four years old, watching the younger boys play and decided that he wanted to be part of it. And his obvious talent was so much to the forefront that even at that tender age, under 10, he was being invited to participate with the older boys. And I know his mother and his family are very, very proud of his achievement. And uh, we, of course, welcome support and are looking forward to the day when Mr. Jewell will uh, become one of our favorites in Team West Indies. In the meantime, he's there with the other members of the under-19 squad. And that's not to say the others aren't contributing because they are all contributing to this wonderful uh, group. But in one second, I will give you the uh, Super 12. Yes, the Super 12 teams, the Super, it's a super 6. It's 12 teams divided into two groups of six. And in group one, we have India, New Zealand, Ireland, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and Nepal. And in group two, we have Sri Lanka, West Indies, Australia, England, South Africa, and Zimbabwe. And the first group one match will be on the 30th of uh, January. And rounding out the, um, the, the first round of this qualifying stage to the Super Six, India was one team who went through the entire three-match series without losing a single match. Uh, likewise, Australia without losing a match, and Pakistan without losing a match. Of course, West Indies did lose one, but South Africa also, England also, and uh, Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe lost two. But this is an interesting uh, under-19 tournament. We invite you to see where you can and uh, following because there's some exciting young cricketers on the horizon and not too far away. We hope to see them participating in the uh, in other formats of, of cricket. Also, Leon, we will touch, we can touch briefly on the other items that's coming up there. I know England did a uh, amazing job in defeating India in the first test match there uh, out there in India. And surprisingly enough, in, 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 Leon, England batted first and scored 246 with Ben Stokes 70, Bairstow 37, and Duckett 35. And once again, India spin. Ashwin, 3 for 68. Jadeja, 3 for 88. Aksar Patel, 2 for 33. And Boomer, 2 for 28. India, in their innings, scored a majestic 436 runs. Jadeja, 
bringing up the middle with 87 and Rahul right behind him with 86. Jayswal at the front with 80. Barat 41. That's off to tell 44. So contributions from all of the dance stalwarts in the India team. Ayer, Sharma, Gill. England's Joe Root was the pick of the English bowlers. They got four for 79. And Ria Ahmed, one of the new boys in the England squad, two for 105. And the second new boy, Hartley, Tom Hartley, a spinner, he claimed two for 30, two for 131 in England, India's first inning. But of course, England came in for their second innings and decided to turn the table on the Indian bowlers, and they scored a humongous 420 runs, and Pope 196 runs. Pope batted like a real trooper. He had all of the innings. He was complete. He was forward, defensive, was immaculate. And he did a good job in steering the England bowlers and the England team with his 196 England, 420 all out, Duckett contributing 47, Crawley 31, Folks 34, and Hartley again at 34. Boomer, pick up the Indian bowlers at 4 for 41, Ashwin 3 for 126, and Jadeja 2 for 131. But herein lies the rub. For a change, it was the spin bowling of the English players, the English team that had India in trouble. Normally in India, you expect the Indian slow bowlers to dominate. In this instance, in India, it was the English slow bowler and a new boy making his appearance in test Mr. Uh, Hartley. Hartley. Hartley, yes, took a magnificent mm. 7 for 62 on debut match. Leach helped, but nonetheless, India, apart from the 39 from Sharma, India was all out for 202. And for a change, the sound in the English state, in the Indian stadium, was hushed as England was bowled out England, India for 202 to win the first test match of this series by 28 runs. The second test match will begin on the 1st of February. So if you're anywhere near a set, don't miss it because England and India is sure to give us a lot more excitement. Leon? Yeah, Ben Stoke described the victory. He says mm -hmm. it's the best win over India since he became captain. Mm -hmm. So he, he, he rates this win as one that has been outstanding. He, you know, he has always gone there and he done well, but India has always known how to um, just settle down and come back and have a victory. Of course, Kohli is missing from action. That's no excuse. They were beaten and beaten by 28 runs, and the young, the young spinner came in, and uh, well, England played three spinners: Ahmed, 
Antley and, of course, Root. And they were able to check the Indians. And, of course, it was a great victory. One, when you set India a total under 300 on the fourth day, yeah. it you usually a walk in the park, but it wasn't to be. Oh. They were handicapped. They were set back by those three spinners. And the youngster, am I correct in the Hanley, is his name, he was hit for the sixth oh. first ball, he believe. Hartley, Hartley. Mm. He was hit for six on the first delivery. I think I read it somewhere. Am I correct in saying that? I think he was I hit, think but he I came back. I heard something similar, but, you know, he mm. had the last laugh, of course. He has the last laugh, and I say sometimes you don't give up. You just go in and struggle. And that if, mm. that innings by, by Pope, he was oh, really, really in charge. Magnificent. Yes, yes, yes. He batted yes. against the great, the great, great. Okay. The scores: England 246 and 420, India 436 and 202. England winning by 28 runs. The player of the match, of course, Ollie Pope, with this wonderful knock of 196. England could ask better to start the series. Can they continue? Will Rick Coley come back to help his team, or would the Indian make some great changes and see if they can get back the advantage, the home advantage, as it were? What else can we say? It was similar to what happened what? over in in Australia, because here is England coming over. You know, England now has gotten more victories than any other touring team over. Uh, England has gotten more victory over India, who are at home, than any other team. So, and let's hope well, they can recover. As you, you were know, saying, you know, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, it, it's so unusual because we we know from sort of is on a historical basis that India's wickets usually are spinning wickets mostly. And we know of the fame of India spinners. But this time around, watching that match, one could see that the wicket on day four was taking spin and the ball was keeping low. And, of course, it was not difficult to believe when you saw the early parts of the matches that um, the wicket would work in favor of England because of this spin attack that in England had. In fact, I thought in England, does um, Rehan Ahmed, is he not a spinner, Leon? Yes, he is a spinner. He's a third spinner, and Joe oh. Root, as well as the other gentleman there, Handley. Right, so yes. they had four yes. spinners in this match. England had four spinners in this match because they had Hartley, Leach, Root. Oh, that's right, he had Leach Ahmed. too. Yeah, four spinners. Well, yeah. Okay, you mm-hmm. have to call you have to call Root a part time spinner, but he acted as a full time spinner. Yes, oh, indeed, that's right. Mm-hmm. Lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's always there to trouble them, and he he when once he gets one, you know that can easily disrupt anybody in order. So England played a team that mimics India. <laughs> so that yes, that's right. Yeah. 
Wait, um, you know, Leon, we have... Um, Junior is have, on, right? Yes, why don't no, you no, we, why don't you bring you on now then, Dennis? Uh, well, yeah, we had, um, what's his name, Virgil came in, but he seemed to have uh, dropped off. So um, while I just say hello to uh, Junior before we move forward, um, okay. why don't you um, see if you can get uh, Virgil back? All yeah, right. go ahead. Go right in. I, I got him Hello, in. Junior. I, I see that uh, Mr. Codlin is here, our special guest, who will be joining us for uh, a discussion on uh, West Indies Development Academy. Let's just say hello for now before we go into, uh, because we told him uh, 8 o'clock, and uh, let's just say hello in the early part of the evening. Mr. Codlin, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, um Mr. Dennis and your viewers and your team. I'm happy to be here. Welcome. We are greatly delighted that you are able to join us tonight for the, on the, here on the Cricket Show. And in a few moments, maybe, um, we will go into a discussion with you about that which you do and the fact that you are here with us um, I know um, my partner, Leon, is uh, busy um, bringing in uh, another one of our panelists. So in the meantime, I might ask Junior if he's one of those who lost some sleep this morning watching the West Indies triumph in Australia. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I tell you, it was... victory and you know i stayed up of the night just to miss history being created history being created what time of the day was it or morning was it in jamaica when the last ball was bowled well um it was about um after three in the morning you know um a.m you know and um like I said, I'm delighted, you know, because we got the victory and we created history and the way doing it. All right. It, it, is, it is a very welcome, it was a welcome, welcome sight and celebration right there. And, of course, this newcomer, Mr. Shamar Joseph, but we'll talk about him later on. Right. Are you back? Yes, uh, good evening, Mr. Coughlin. This is Leon Francis. Please welcome to the Cricket Show. We are so delighted to have you. I hope all is well and there is rejoicing in Jamaica. Am I correct in saying <laughs> you're from, uh, in Jamaica? Yes, I'm from Jamaica, just an hour away from the Norman Mandley International Airport in Kingston. Oh, my God. Yes, indeed. So why don't we, we talk a little bit about your, what you are doing in the West Indies cricket? In, in the, Leo? Yes, let me take, because we have more time now, it. Dennis, until 7 o'clock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so we'll do that, that and then we'll, we may have to break him. But then, Junior, with your, with, with your consent, we'll just go right ahead into your fact that you're with us instead of waiting until 8 o'clock. I hope we don't mind. And by way of introduction, let me say to our audience that 
Junior Codlin is president and founder of West Indies Cricket Development Academy. He is a minister in the Church of Jesus Christ, also a political commentator, a cricket analyst and journalist, and he's also an advocate for the poor and less fortunate in our society. Junior host uh, wears a lot of hats in his various positions, and one of those positions is he's also a counselor and former youth cricketer. Thank you for joining us tonight, uh, Junior. And as head of West Indies Cricket Development Agency, um, Academy, I should say, and I know your focus is on nurturing the next generation of cricket stars in the West Indies. Welcome and good evening to you again before we uh, delve into some of uh, what you're doing for West Indies cricket. Absolutely. Um, um, it's an honor, it's a pleasure once again to be on the show with you and your team. And, um, you know, we are doing our best for the less fortunate cricketers because that's why the West Indies Cricket Development Academy is formed to help the less fortunate and those that don't have a voice to have a voice. Thank you, uh, Junior. Where is the academy based, uh, Junior? Um, we are based in Lionel Town in, in Cannon Street, Clarendon, like I said before, just an hour away from the Norman Manley International Airport in Kingston, traveling by highway. And we base here, um, the academy was formed since um, the 24th of January um, 2020, just before the pandemic. So this is where we have been based since then and we will continue here for the foreseeable future. Okay. Is the Academy recognized and acknowledged by CWI or local government? We are a registered non-profit organization, so we are um, acknowledged by the Jamaican government because we are registered with them. I've spoken to the now president of West Indies, Cricket Board, Dr. Kishore Shallow, and he praised the initiative and the work that I've been doing. And from his own words, if more persons were doing like I'm doing, West Indies cricket would have been far better. Oh, sounds like an uh, excellent uh, recommendation there. Tell us about the coaching staff of the academy, uh, Junior. We, we had... Um, Sian Audley Ward from Guyana um, was with us for two years um, during the initial stage of the academy. We also had, um, and Mr. Ward is a level two um, certified West Indies cricket coach. And we also had Sam Curran, which is a level three certified ECB coach um, from out of the UK giving instruction, instruction to our players. And now um, we have Shane Brooks, which is the national coach of the Jamaica women's team, giving his advice to the players. 
and we have locally on the ground as well is Mr. Martin also um, spending time with the players on a day-to-day -day basis. So that's, um, that's two that was with us and two that is with us now. All right, excellent team you have supporting you. And one more question before I, I turn it over to um, you know my fellow panelists, uh, Junior. How does the academy finance its work? Well, um, the academy now finance its work through our own pocket. The executive director um, and myself, um, you know, Karen Aden from the United States and myself, we try to put a little funds together and to carry out the work of the academy. We have not been able as yet to attract, um, you know, giving from, you know, corporate Jamaica or corporate Caribbean. And um, we have been doing it out of our own pocket and we have gotten some level of success. But we certainly would love um, the corporate world to come on board and to support this that we are doing. Thank you for that. Leon? Okay. Yes, Mr. Carling, good evening again. We just welcome you once more again to the show, the Cricket Show, which is on every Sunday evening from 6 until 9, Eastern Standard Time. Tell me, how does the academy operate? Do you recruit um, individuals to for you to train, or, or you just give me an idea as to how you do operate? How do you attract others' attention? Absolutely. What we do is um, we go into the schools here in Jamaica and we engage the coaches at the school. First, we get to the principal because we must get buy-in from the administrators. Mm -hmm. And then we speak with the coaches. And so what we do is that we ask them to recommend a talented player that they feel is deserving of an opportunity because in in what we do we seek to execute international tours um to give our players an opportunity to play um overseas we are trying to mimic what would have happened during the time when our players was going to england and so they went there and refine their game and they were better cricketers when they come back to the Caribbean. And so we ask the coaches to, you know, tell us if this player is deserving of the opportunity and to make sure there's no bias in what we do. We ask for videos and we send those videos to our certified coaches and they give us an honest feedback as to if this player is good enough. So we don't go about creeping everybody, but we look for talent in the players. And we have on the ground, um, Christy, um, mm -hmm. Lorenzo Christy, which is our director of um, talent. And he's on the ground. He goes to the schools. He engage with the coaches. He watch them, takes video of them. We meet, we analyze it. We send it to independent observers. They give us their feedback, and that's how we collect 
and refine our players. And that's so Joel Andrews from Antigua and Barbuda came through our academy and also um, Adrian Weir. Both of them is at the World Cup at the moment. You must be very proud of Joel Andrew. He has done well in the World Cup on the 19. Um, apart from Joel, who are the, other the great players? Well, let me put it this way. Have you gotten any support from, say, the past legends? Maybe a Chris Gale might hop in there one time, or Marlon Samuels or someone of that nature drop, drop in to say, hi, I'd like to assist, or you have to try and recruit them? No, um, we have not gotten a visit from um, Chris Gale and we have not gotten a visit from Marlon Samuel, but we certainly put out word to them and um, we haven't gotten any feedback as yet. And um, what happened is that they come in and supporting these players would do wonders for their um, psychological um upbringing you know and the the problem is that these guys are very busy and um they have not come to the academy as yet to um mm. view our players but we will continue to pursue them and we will certainly look for them to donate financially to the upbringing of the players and for their sustenance have you also spoken to weeper with Mr. Wabel Hines to see any assistance that he can he can uh, offer to you guys. Oh. Wabel Hines. We've lost you, Junior. Yeah. He, he has oh, dropped. Also, unfortunately, he has dropped. So let's see if we yeah. can, uh, um, whether he will try to call back in. Um, mm -hmm. Leon, I have um, a, a message from uh, Virgil. And he's okay, okay, with, 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 wait a minute, okay. the number he has, he's, he's given us a sec, another number to try. So okay, well, put it, why don't you put it in the chat room? Can you do that in the chat room? Okay, yeah, all right, it. I'll do that. For, yeah. All right. Okay, I'll open the chat room and I'll put it there. I will get it. Okay, the all chat right. room is open, so we can just have that number in and then we call Virgil. So, all right. That's okay. nice to put the number in here, you know, so that... But I'm sorry, Mr. Cochrane has left us. And um, no, no, I think he's dropped. He, he, he didn't. Um, he did not uh, leave us at the point. I think some difficulty. I will see if we can uh, reconnect uh, him. If yes. We can, uh, yeah. yeah. If you could okay. put the number um, in there for me, for Mr. Virgil. Yes, I. So I, yeah, I, but just that I, I, uh, I let all folks know we had the. The Development Academy, uh, Mr. Junior mm -hmm. Coughlin, and uh, he was on with us momentarily, and he was dropped. But we are hoping that he'll be able to get back in shortly. And what he seems as if he's doing a great job, they're trying to recruit and develop. I was trying to develop a question there to see whether or not he had being involved with ladies and the interest that the Western Cookies Board has shown. Okay, good. I do have that number for Mr. Virgil now, so I will oh, get it over to him. 
Right, and Junior has joined us again, so let me just go right back you to... Go, go um, right ahead while I get... Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry about that little technical gap there, um, Mr. Codlin. I hope yeah. you're back with yeah. us. Can you hear us yeah, clearly? Yeah. Okay, so I think let me just continue with the activity of your academy. Is it seasonal or is it a year-round uh, program? Yeah, it, it, it's a year-round program because our ambitious plan is to tour the U.S., the U.K., and the cricketing world. So we keep our players engaged, always looking um, to go on international tour. But we have sort of rev revised um, our thinking now in inviting international academies to Jamaica to participate in bilateral um, tours. In, in the case of a MOU where they come to us and we also go to them. And so on the backdrop of that, we engage the players year-round trying to get them ready just in case a tour is on the horizon. Good. What type of facility does the academy have at its disposal? We have to basically try to rent facilities and depend on the goodwill of persons in terms of um, allowing us use of their facility for training and, and gathering and team building and stimulation and underground training to a lesser extent where we have an agreement now with Sir P, Mr. Milton Palmer, which owns the Sir P Cricket Oval in Treadlight. That is in Maypen. We also had conversation with the administrators by the Bustamante High School for us to use their facility and to um, an agreement to take and specialize in their players to use their facility. So. Um, with that, that's the short term. The long term is that there's a club, a old club there at uh, Monimus just across the road where we're looking to engage them in a lease agreement. The Hall of Fame is, uh, and the executive director, Mr. Chambers, is encouraging us to um, pursue that as a long-term vision. And so, um, that's just about it in terms of where facilities concerned that the academy has access to right now all right sounds like you're on well on the way we have been joined by another one of our panelists brother audley watson and i'm wondering if he's heard enough and might have a question for um junior codlin of the west indies cricket development yes. academy Good evening, gentlemen. I just came in, so um, you know, I really haven't heard the meat of the argument. So okay. I'll just listen. All right. Well, let, let me continue. And Virgil is on, too, Audrey. Uh, Virgil um, is on, too. Virgil, you've heard... Yes, he's very much on, so I don't know if he heard enough that he... Junior, do you have any questions for Junior from the West Indies Cricket Development Academy? No, right now I'm listening because I just got on because something was wrong with my phone. So I, okay. I just feel like about of what he was saying. All right. All right. Junior, it's so great to have you with us and sharing, you know, your views, visions, and ideas. Do you have a record of the amount of youth 
currently attending your academy? Right. Um, from from Jamaica presently at the moment, the players that are with us are um, Dante, Dylan, Adrian Weir, which is at the World Cup, um, Sherwin, Thomas, um, Diane Duane, Dare Duane, Dyer, Justin Walters, Orlando Lawson, Atwan Powell, and regionally we have from St. Vincent, um, Roshan Lewis, um, Carleen Franklin, Ronaldo Illock, Javon Richardson, Elron Glasgow, Dexter Barnes, and Ethan Gibson, the Leeward Islands is Matthew Miller, Tenzan Francis, Micah McKenzie, and Ozena Andrew, Jorah um, Williams, and Trinidad and Tobago, Abadullah, Cambridge, and Jaden Simon. And so these are the players that we are um, engaging presently at the moment. Um, we are trying to add more depth where the Jamaican participants is concerned, and we are waiting on the George Edley Cup to start. And that competition, we take most of our players from because when they play in the school um, competition, that's where our talent director goes and um, identify these players and we try to support them as best as possible, engraft them into the academy, give them identity and proper coaching where that is concerned. Because we must note that at the school level, um, in all our islands, there's no qualified coaches. And this is what the Development Academy adds to the flavor where we are engaging these players with accredited um, West Indies and ECB and Australia level coaching surfy ticket. The, the personnel that we have interacting with them are certified by international bodies. Junior, and Leon, I'll just ask you to give me one more question with Junior, then you can come in with another question. Yes, Junior, I just your want... pro... yeah, yes. One second, Leon. Junior, yeah. your program seems to have been doing so much for so many players with such very small, um, dare I call it, um, resource in terms of funds to keep things going. How on earth are you able to continue to do this enormous amount of work with such a small amount of funds? We, I, I don't know how longer we're going to be able to maintain what we are doing without um, strong financial backing from private um, interests that love and care about Caribbean cricket because as the year goes by, things are getting a lot more expensive and for our talent director, we have to make funds available for him to travel um, through the schools here in Clarendon and sometime um, in St. Catherine to look on these players. Um, what has happened is that we try to use the Zoom platform and engage these players um, in a way via Zoom, and we also try to seek funding in um, asking for persons to 
give a bit of donation. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Leon, he's dropped, uh, again. He's, he's dropped again, but I'm sure he'll come back. So we can, like for the time being, continue on until he's able to get back in with us. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you can tell Audley, we can just explain to Audley what it's all, all about, because the junior Coglin, he might have heard the name before, Audley. Mm-hmm. Have you? What? Audley? Not, not really. No. Yeah, yeah, well, okay. yeah he's, he's development and manager, founder of the um, West Indies Cricket Development Academy. And as you have heard, they have been able to do so much. They have so many of their players. Uh, he's just given us a list of all those players currently within their academy. I heard that. Dennis, I wanted to ask yeah. him a question. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's if, hopefully he will. When, he is, he's, he's, he's back? No, not yet. Uh, not yet. But we hope, he, yes, we hope he'll be back with us uh, shortly. But in yeah, the meantime, we'll, keep, keep mm-hmm. your question. Well, because, um, because we, we have to break at 7 o'clock, Dennis, because we have to bring in the birthday hour at that All time. Right, well, it is. Mm. It is. And then that's why I was... Seven, so, mm. We can we can bring him back. You can bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back because we have Simon. He has a question for us, but yes. but not yet, Simon. You can just hello hello to us. In the meantime, Simon, you can just hello to us. Uh, are you with, there with us? Oh, Virgil, you have anything on mind in mind? We had this interview, but it's dropped, and we're going to try and bring the interview guy back and see if he can finish up because he was developing into a nice conversation oh. with us. Anything, that, that, Virgil, that you have in mind? We... No, about, I mean, talking about what the guy's talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we have to bring him back because about five minutes to now, and we, we probably may have to pause now, and when he comes back, we'll bring him after orderly. And Donna, hold your question until he gets back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that we... Well, Audrey, why don't you do this at this moment? Mm. Bring in the um, Inside Edge while I pull up the birthday song, and, so, and then when he comes back, we'll bring all him right, after. All right, all right. Because we have Simon on okay, board. So he has all, a question to you. Mm. Yeah, first of all, let me say good, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to our listeners around the world. Of course, mm. our mm. panelists, uh, yeah, mm. good evening to you all as well. Um, okay, except for, oh, yeah, I think it's, except for Dennis, of course, he, he's still in the afternoon. <laughs> All right. So let me go ahead and get the inside edge for today. Yes. You're choppy. Did you say something, Dennis? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say, that, let, me, let me just welcome back Junior Codlin and ask him to hold with us while we get to your section. Okay, okay? no problem, no problem. Go ahead. Um. Junior, we appreciate the difficulties and the problems, technical problems we are encountering. Welcome back. At this point of the program, we would like to just take a break and introduce another segment, but we have many, many more questions for you, so we hope you can stick around with us until we get to this other section, okay? Okay. Go, go ahead, Audley. 
Okay, yeah, I'm happy Mr. Simon is here. Yeah, yeah Mr. Simon is here waiting. Here he al- yeah, he always mentioned about um, explaining to his granddaughter about cricket, how one man can make, um, you know, what a team can make, and the next one, sometimes they can't do it. So, Mr. Simon, this one is especially for you, Mr. Inside Ed. Have you ever wondered if uh, one man has ever beaten an entire team in test match? Yes, come, let's talk about it. Um, back in October, um, 11 and 12, you know, the match lasted for two days. Australia and uh, Pakistan had a match. And Australia made uh, 310. And guess what? Um, Pakistan made 59 and 53. And one Matthew Hayden made 115. So he alone scored uh, 119, and the entire Pakistan team scored 112. So next time, let your grand, grandchildren know that one man beat an entire team. Both innings came up to 112, and the one man scored 119, beating the entire team. And that happened in 20, 2002 of October. All right, that's it. Inside edge, especially for Simon. Audley, what, what do we want to do? We want to bring in Simon first. He has a birthday to, to okay, announce, yes. right, and we right, want to get yes, him right. out of the way, and then we give it back to you. Right, yeah, some, yeah, yes, wait, right. Simon, you're on. Mr. Simon, you're on. Has he left us? No, Simon's muted. Hold on. Go ahead. Simon. I'm with you. I'm here. Yes, come right ahead, Simon. Come right in. You have... It's all yours, Mr. Simon. I know you have guests waiting and they got to go, so you, the floor is yours. Simon, come on in. Yes, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm here. No calling you again. Where is your guest? Are they ready? Go ahead, Dennis. Go ahead, Dennis. Well, so oddly, that's the floor. Okay, as soon as the guest, um, the guest is already, Simon, just let us know. All right, so today is the 28th of January and what do you know 28 is running out there January is already running out on us and um, today is the birthday of um, oh of course it's a Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour as you know all right so it's the birthday of Jojo Aparicio good morning Jojo out of Antigua Barbuda that morning program we listen to in the morning a lot of, lot of us listen in the morning Good morning, Jojo. Joseph Aparicio, he's celebrating a birthday today. And Osborne Ruddock, as we know him in Jamaica, popular known as King Toby, a sound engineer out there. Um, he was born way back in 1941. Cricket Monty Noble from Australia, Herbert Sudwick, David Sai Lawrence and Harper Reed from England, Daniel Akirun, Akirun from Nigeria, Henry Foley from New Zealand, Asad Shafriq from Pakistan, 
We have Shakili Verma from India, Habib Gahafapur from Saudi Arabia, and we have Havank Kaki from Nepal. For the uh, 29th, Leon's brother Hickford Harris, um, here, celebrating along with Mr. Stein. <laughs> Sorry, but I say something else again. Hickford Francis, of course, Leon's brother, Hickford Francis, here, would be celebrating, and also celebrate with Hicks, with um, Oprah Winfrey, also, she was born back in 1954. And the big man of the day, Mr. Simon O. O'Brien, Yes, he, he will be celebrating tomorrow. And I run on because I know yes will be coming on a little bit. Uh, Sir Andy Roberts was here recently uh, with the Lawrence Road legend. From Antigua Barbuda, of course. He will be celebrating tomorrow along with Mr. Simon O'Brien, Teddy Head from Barbados and just Justin Atenese out of Antigua. He will be celebrating also tomorrow. Anthony. Abby Boros from New Zealand, Raman Shabaro from England along with Verma Royal, um, Bob Berry, and Toby Roland Jones. Simon Cook from Australia, and we have Koshala Wiranti from Sri, um, Sri Lanka, Komoki Gam from um, South Africa, and Miller, Neil Miller Carter also from South Africa. And we have uh, Sophie McCann from Ireland, and um, we go to the number uh, 30th of January, and um, we have Dickie Fuller out of Jamaica celebrating, and a good friend of mine, Senate, he would be celebrating also his 76th birthday. Hugh Tyfield, Alison Hogginson, a female cricketer, Australia, David Brown. June Stevenson, Robert Rollins, and Leland Horst, all from England. And we have Ranit Madhusingi from Sri Lanka, from Australia, Michelle Stark, Michelle Stark, Trevor Larkin, Dennis Anish, female cricketer, and Ben Cotton, Pramuma Rayu from um, India, and the anniversary of the Kirtley Ambrose taking that uh, devastating spell of seven wickets for one run. That spell versus Australia in 1993. Um, for the first, is, this is the first, I'm to, oh no, the 31st, uh, we have Tiffany Heath, Dennis's niece, will be celebrating. Tiffany Heath will be celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday to you when it comes, Tiffany. Of course, Dennis will come and um, do the rest of us. Um, Kadisha Bunny Shaw, um, the footballer from the captain of Jamaican reggae girls, and of, of course she plays in England. She'll be celebrating also. Jersey Joe Walker, the boxer who was the oldest boxer to win a heavyweight championship. He was 37 until a man with a tender age of 45 named George Foreman won the title. At 45 years old. Um, cricket, West Indies batsman Fahoud Backers out of Guyana, Brian Follett from England, Henry and Frank Foster, twin brothers out of England, Janine Variety, William Mole, and Billy Watson from Australia. 
And we have uh, David Tregenberg, uh, South Africa, Subata Goya, and uh, Ragut Rav Gaikwad from India. For the first, first one, my daughter-in-law, Gwen, yes, she made me into a proud grandfather, the name that I love the most, a word that I love the most, Grandpa. Yeah, she will be celebrate, uh, celebrating her birthday. Yeah. When, happy birthday when it comes. Um, Dennis Brown. Uh, the late Dennis Brown was born back in 1957, the, per, um, the first uh, February. And it's the anniversary for Dylan and Roxanne, Donna's son. Yeah, they'll be having a wedding anniversary on the first. And uh, Dennis Heath Jr., yeah, we have the senior here with us. Dennis Jr. will be celebrating his, his birthday also. And um, Elsie Perry made her debut for the West, for in, uh, I mean, Australia um, in cricket. Um, back to cricket now, we have Franklin Rose from Jamaica, Clifford McWatt from Guyana, and Rakim, the Dream Cornwall, will be celebrating also on the 1st of February. We have Dave Collingham, Graham Smith, and Tim Tim Snow, uh, Rosalind Dennis, Daniel Rada, uh, female cricketer, all from South Africa. And we have Mohammed Jainga Khan, um, the father of Magic Khan, and um, from India before the split. David Sincock and Moet Henriques from Australia, Nazir Malik, Shohab Malik. And Zakar Goya from Pakistan. And we have Ruben Superman from Namibia. Uh, for the 2nd of February, we have Mark Qureshi, Mr. U.S. Open himself. He was born in Pakistan. Now he's Mr. U.S. Cricket. When you talk about U.S. Cricket, you talk about Mark Qureshi. Uh, he'll be celebrating on the 2nd. Sonil Wissamani. We have Jayanta Amerasinghe. Yupal Turanga, Kazol Mendes, all from Sri Lanka. Joey Benjamin out of St. Kitts, played for England, plays cricket for England. Peter Moore from Ireland. Imral Kais, Mohammed Anmal Islam, and Jayantash Roman uh, from Bangladesh. Ajit Ahmed Jr. from Pakistan. Sopal Kimi, Kami uh, from Nepal. And Peter Jovis Moore, uh, the wicketkeeper for uh, Zimbabwe. And Najib Karaki from Afghanistan. Finally, for the 3rd of February, that's a Saturday, we have George Robert Cunning from England, former captain Paul Banks, and President Ubna Zak Crawley. Um, Greg Blewett and Danny Morris, New Zealand. Bobby Simpson, former captain of Australia. And we have Pom Pom Pella Smith from South Africa, along with Masabata Kalas, Masabala Class from South Africa. And uh, that's what we have here for you. Back to you, Leon. Thank you so much. Uh, and I believe, it? Simon, you're on. And I don't know if you have some friends on with you as well. Simon, come on in. Yes, and a very good evening to you again, Mr. President. It's so yeah, nice we to want to wish you a happy, happy birthday in advance. I, I thank hope. you so much. 
And I see some folks around too. Are they related to you? Or are you? Yes, and we are hoping for a much better week this week. Okay. And is is okay, eight sixty? Uh, uh, we have one of your guests with the eight sixty number. Come on okay. in. What would you call in the name, Simon, for me? 860 is the area code, 250. Is that one of your guests? Okay. But well, we want to just take time out to just play a song for Simon. Simon, I don't know how old you are, but you're an adult. We're going to play this song for you. Okay.
I know um, I could not have found a better person like yourself. I'm sure Virgil wants to say something to you, and uh, Audley wants to say something to you. So, Virgil, why don't you say something to her, to um, our Simon. good friend Simon? And how about you, Hyson? Hyson, you would yes. like to say something? Yes. Okay. Yes. Happy birthday, Simon. Wish Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Every blessing. May God continue to bless you in a special way. I thank you. So it's good and to sort of meet you on the radio. Love okay. you lots. And uh, oddly, how about you? Mr. Mr. Simon, Mr. Simon, indeed it's a pleasure to have you as a friend. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here on the, on the program. You, you have asked us some questions sometimes that really knock, knock us out. And at times, uh-huh. you know, a whole lot of time it, it, it opened our eyes to things that hitherto we, we didn't know about, you know, when, when it, everything is all cleared up. So you continue to do what you're doing. And, of course, uh, I know your lovely wife uh, t- is taking good care of you. Um, I, I know I'm due a visit one of these days when I'm passing. When I'm going up or going down, I'll have to come by again. I, you know, I stopped already by the house. And it was indeed a pleasure. And we just want to say, um, ask the blessings of the Lord upon you that he'll continue to live a whole lot more life, man. You have a whole lot to go. All right? Congratulations and happy birthday to you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Dennis, why don't you hail up your friend? Leon, we have Simon's sister also. Simon, I'd like to get in because I'd like to get back to my service, please. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. go ahead. Come on in. Come on in. You're in. Thank you. I'd like to wish my brother, not like I am wishing my brother, a very, very happy birthday. And thankful to God that he has made it to this age. Not many people have made it. And it's only by the grace of God. And we are very, very proud of him. I am very proud of him. He is an excellent, awesome brother. And I pray that you will continue to live, and not just live, but live for Christ, because that's what's going to pay when you leave this earth. When we all leave this earth is what we do for Christ will last. And that's why I just admonish you. I continue. I'm sorry I have to cut in like this, but I'm in the midst of my service. And it tells how much I love you to do this. I know that. Okay. I know. And let my, let my husband say hello to you, please. I thank if you. Like you. Go right ahead. Yes. Hey, Simon, how are you doing? I'm doing very well and much better now I heard your voice. I yeah, hope yeah. everyone is well over there in New York. And we are yeah. well here. And thank you so much for your call. And yeah. taking time out to wish me a happy birthday. Thank you yeah. so much. And yeah, all the okay. panelists. Indeed. Yeah, all right. And Irma, yeah. is she going to be on with us as well? Irma? Okay. Okay, then. Happy birthday. Hold on. Hello. Hello. No, that's it. So that's it. Oh. Others are coming in. Yes. Hello. So enjoy. And Irma, thank you for taking excellent care of my brother all oh, these years. You. Okay. And it thank takes you. two to make it, not one. God yeah. bless you all. Take care. Hmm. What are you saying, and Simon? Hello? Yeah, someone else is coming in. Hold, hold, hold while there. Someone else is coming in. Could you tell you, tell us your name and come right in? Simon is on. Is it Donna? This is Diana. This is mm-hmm. Diana. Oh, Diana. Okay, Diana. Come on in, Diana. You're, the floor is yours. This is Diana, Simon's sister. 
And I just want to wish Simon a very, very happy birthday. I'm so grateful that the Lord has blessed him to witness another birthday. Not because of his goodness, but because of the mercy of God. And Simon, I just want you to know that I love you, and I pray that you will be blessed with many more happy birthdays. Please remember, birthdays are but gateways. Eternal life above, where God's children live forever in the beauty of his love. I love you, dear. Take Hi, Irma. Amen to that. Regina M- wants to say hi. M- e. Come on, Regina. Hey. Hey. I wish your whole family be safe, and thank you so much for those wonderful words. I'll try to live up to your expectation. Oh, yeah, one one more one more birthday wish your your niece wants to say. Happy, happy birthday. Thank and you, I thank you so much, Regina. Thank God's you very much. And have a wonderful evening and a wonderful week. Thank you so much for remembering my birthday. You're welcome. Come on in, Regina. Regina? Where is it, Regina? Yes. I was wishing my Uncle Simon a very happy birthday. May he have many more. Simon? Thank you so much. Thank you so You're much, Manny. You're welcome. Yes. Find words. Okay, well. Simon. This is the final one we're going to send to you. Like a king, I'm in live in a palace so tall with great riches to call my Simon O'Brien. But I don't. Happy, happy no birthday from the Cricket Show. In this whole wide world, that's to celebrate many more years of joy, happiness, and good health. Alone. Hold my hand all the way. Every hour, every day. From here. Simon, good night. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much for all the panelists and thank all the listeners and all the well wishers. Thank you so much. Thank you so much too to be such a favorite part of our show. Thank you so much. Wasn't wasn't Donna coming in? Donna, Donna, come in for the. Donna, why don't you come in then? Because she was coming in for Mr. Cotland, which we'll go back to in a brief moment. And then, anyone else apart from Donna, you have a birthday? Or you want a, a question? No, I have no birthday this week. Question, okay, good. We're going to go back to you Mr. Cotland in, in a moment. You Donna. Huh? Donna, you have anniversary. Don't forget Dylan and, and, and Roxanne have anniversary. Oh, yes, I forget, I forget. Yes, this is the week. 
for real. Eh? Mm. <laughs> yeah, for, for, yes, first of the yes, month. Yes. And, and it's a special anniversary. How can I forget? The 10th anniversary. Wow. Wow. Yes. Right. It's going to be 10 years this year, the 10th anniversary on the 1st. Yes. Okay, so there you have it. Okay, Arlie, why don't you Dennis, close it off? De- Dennis, your son. Dennis, your son. And your niece. Dennis' son as well. My niece, Tiffany, has a birthday on the 29, 28, 29. Um, that's it. My son has a birthday on the 1st of February. Yes, Andre. That's it, son. Andre is on, too? Yes, my son is on. Go ahead, Andre. I tell him to come on in. Andre, come on in. Tell Andre to come on in. Simon, what's Simon? Andre's? I'm not no? sure that. Oh, wait a second. If we can find Andre. Yes, 770 number. Oh, yes. No, oddly. Yes. I see him there. Andre, is that you? Hello. It is definitely. Yes, come on in, yes. Andre. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You, you, you've got Andre and you've got my beautiful bride, Sally. Can you hear us both? Yes, yes, yes we can do. We can. Wonderful. Well, of course, you know, we couldn't let, uh, couldn't let this evening pass without giving a phone call and wishing a very happy birthday to my dad. What a wonderful, wonderful blessing he has been both to me all of my life and, of course, now to my, uh, my relatively new bride as well. So we just wanted to let him know we love you and happy birthday. And um, you've just been an incredible blessing. Sally, close yours. I also wanted to say, uh, Mr. O'Brien, Dad, you've raised an extraordinary family, and I'm so fortunate to be a part of it. We love you very much, and happy, happy birthday. Thank you so much, and we love you just as much, and even more. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to call to wish me a very happy birthday. That I'm very, very touched. (laughs) Okay. We love you, Dad. We love you, and thank you, and... Oh, and can we can can we say one more big thanks to everyone there at the cricket yeah. show, especially those that made this evening's blessings to my dad possible. Thank you. Indeed, indeed, we are delighted, and it's the least we could have done for a special person. They don't come this way. We appreciate January, but um, we are happy to have Simon be a part of us. He is such an important part of this show that. We probably may not have been existing had it not been for the work that he has done with us as well as Irma. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We are grateful for you, and may God continue to bless you, and we know that we love you here daily, all of us. Yeah, good night. I just want to say that I'll say happy birthday to my husband on the day tomorrow. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday in advance as well, so... Okay, have a good night. Good night. Good All night. right, take care. Okay, take bye. Take care, too. Bye. Oh, only back over to you. Good. 
And thank you for okay, that wonderful... Okay. Thanks so much. Go ahead, Mr. Simon. Go ahead. Simon, okay. go ahead. Okay, so we just want to, we just want to say this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary, our special edition, especially for Mr. Simon O'Brien. So join us next week when once again we're going to be doing all over again, God willing. It will be the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leon Odin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dennis, why don't you come in with Mr. Kotlin? Okay. All right. And, um, yes, thank you for We thank our listeners and, of course, our panelists for their patience while we work through some of the technical difficulties which caused our guest, special guest, um, Junior Codlin from the West Indies Development Cricket Academy as our guest. We were saying uh, before the uh, drop, Mr. Codlin, how impressed that I am regarding the amount and the number of uh, players you have had going through the academy. And I was wondering if you've reached out or the academy has reached out to Cricket West Indies in in order to try and see if they will make a contribution on a regular basis towards the academy, given the amount and the type of work that the academy is actually um, doing in favor of West Indies cricket. Is he with us or no? Yes, he No is. response. Junior? He may, he may have muted, uh, but he is there. Junior, are you, are you hearing me now? Yes, yes, we are. Okay, wonderful. Sorry about that. Um, we have reached out to Dr. Shallow, and he told me via the email that um, Cricket West Indies is challenged where resources concern, and so um, they can only give us their blessing once that which we are doing is well organized and put together, but they can't support us um, financially. And, um, you know, that, that's what they told us. And, and on the backdrop of that, it does, it, it does goes to show um, if these administrators are really um, interested in, in cricket and persons that are doing a role of good for cricket here in in the Caribbean because we don't do it here in Jamaica, but we try to reach the rest of the islands. But um, our own and our own board told us in no uncertain terms that they are financially challenged and oh. they are not able to to help us and. Um, just to show how disingenuous um, those words will be. Um, you know, they said that they rode a deficit of 23 million U.S. and made uh, a surplus of 10 million U.S. And then they now is saying that they are not able to help small academies like mine. And there are many other academies here in the region that are challenged um, because of resource as well. And they are not getting any help. We have to look our help from private interests and persons that love cricket with all their heart. Uh, Mr. Codlin, I'm beside myself hearing those words. 
that the cricket West Indies, with all the funds at their stake, in view of the work that your academy and perhaps others have done for cricket in the West Indies, you currently have players in the under-19 who have been through your academy. And obviously your academy has done work that has improved their ability. It is absolutely disgraceful. And it goes without saying that I am incensed and outraged that Cricket West Indies and the various boards in the various Caribbean islands does not wish to contribute to the development of cricket. I will ask um, Leon and others if they have any further comments or questions. Thank you, Before thank I you, Dennis. Back. I just want to ask Mr. Cochrane a couple of questions because Joel and John Michael McKenzie, I know these two players are from Antigua. And, um, have you gotten any help from the Antigua Cricket Association or the Antigua government for these players, or is it private sponsorship? No, um, the the support that we play in these um, players' um, development. Um, is that we liaison with um, Mr. Benjamin. Um, Kenneth, Benny, can, Benjamin. You, can, can, it ben, can you Benjamin? No, oh. Winston Benjamin. Oh, Winston Benjamin, okay. Right, so Winston, Winston was, um, you know, working for us um, by way of um, mutual agreement because we are a, non-profit organization we just don't have mm-hmm. the funds to pay anyone and so he's the one that went out and identified these players but what happened is that these players never had certified coaches um, looking into them and help them to to be better players than they were um, when they were young younger than they are now and so the part we play in their development is have Coach Ward and Coach Curran gave um, mm-hmm. advice to them every Wednesday night um, on a collective basis, on an individual basis every day where these players send video um, of how they are batting and um, these guys also send them yo-yo tests to do, help them with their fitness and so forth. Most of the work that we have done with them is technical work in terms of um, getting them to bat better, to hold the ball better, and also some feeling drills and to keep their fitness and their nutrition at a level which is acceptable. And from their own testimony, it played a part in them reaching where they are now um, we have reached out through Vernon Springer to the yes. Antigua and Barbuda cricket board, yes. but mm-hmm. at the moment and at the time, they had never reached out back to us. Um, let me tell you something with, with these guys here in the Caribbean. Um, it is sad, but it is the truth. Now, it is who you know and it is who know you. That is how you get the help. If you don't know somebody high up there, then you won't get the help no matter the wonderful work you try to do. And that's the reason why our cricket remains so poor. 
um, here in the region because nobody is trying to help you off merit. They're trying to help somebody that they know and that they can get a dollar from tomorrow. You know, Junior, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the pressure on these, these guys so, uh, so much, you know, because they too have their challenge. I'm telling you, it's not easy to collect funds. I know there's one philanthropic um, business in Antigua, Cool and Smooth. They have done quite a bit, and the government is not able to. And these players, they, so really don't put so much pressure on these players. I'm telling you. They don't have it. I know for sure that is the case. Leon, Leon, I'm Mm. sorry, but I I have to cut in here and ask you, when you speak of funds, the West Indies get through millions of dollars per year. How much would they lose by offering even $1,000 per month to an organization such as the West Indies Cricket Development Agency and others of that nature. We have to build. They talk the talk about cricket needing to develop experience, skills, and players. And yet they could look at an agency such as Junior's Agencies and tell them we don't have the funds. It is absolutely disgraceful, Leon, and if this was not a public show, I think I could find a few choice <laughs> X's and Y's and so on to add to this thing because we need we need to contact Cricket West Indies and other organizations and make sure we show them just how much need there is. These boys need pads, they need bats, they need gloves, they need helmets, footwear, balls, training stuff. And you're telling me Cricket West Indies cannot donate. This is absolutely disgusting and disgraceful. And I think we in the Caribbean need to take a stronger step when we think in terms of how we're going to develop cricket in the end. I think I may have overused my time. But, Dennis, let us not go into that because I know certain things and I know it's, it's really tough. It's really tough. You know how many people haven't been paid from the West Indies Cricket Award? Well, Leon, they, they, they tell well, us... Okay, let's leave it there. Money. Let's move on, Dennis. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. uh, Donna said she had a question to ask. Donna? Yes. Yes, come I on in, Donna. I was just wondering, if the cricketers who go to the academy, do they pay some kind of fee? Do they pay tuition or something that helps the process? Junior, did you hear the question? Junior? I don't see. It looks like it looks like he may have gone again, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if he does come back, Donna, I will remember your question and we can put it to okay. him again. But, but in the meantime, I'm sorry. The, the, I have one question to ask as well, Dennis. Um, okay. yeah. As I came in a little late, uh, you know, is, 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 what aid group is he, uh, what aid group are they dealing with in that group? You know, um, yeah. Because I, 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 I missed I miss it on the, on the early part of it. 
the interview. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So when you have any idea? You have any idea what age group? Because yeah. for which teams or any team to do good, you have to have um, the grassroots cricket. You know, mm-hmm. um, the cricketers have been taught from earlier on, and um, with the sort of you know robust swing which uh, you know essentially he's pursuing, you know, with a passion um, with what he's doing. Um, this is this is this is what we, this is what we want, and I'm not gonna go this this course about what whatever we're saying. What, what we can do, we can do. But then, mm. what we can do, we can try and get Vernon he's, Springer, he's, who who we mentioned. Back with us, so Leon okay. is back with us. Let's see. Okay, let me bring him back in. Yeah, yeah, he's he's back go, with us. Junior, there's a question from one of our panelists. Um, go ahead, Donna. Yes, so Junior, I was wondering if the Boys attending the academy, if they pay some kind of tuition or anything to help the process along. Tuition um, from us or um, private institutions? From themselves, individual families. Um, we most of um, the players here in Jamaica they come from. Um, homes that just have one parent in terms of just their mother. So they're, um, you know, they have to choose between um, food and and going to school and other um, essential things. You know, while while cricket is very important and, and can change their life, but their present circumstances outweighs um, what can really happen in the future and, and that's the challenge they face and it is an understandable challenge and that's the reason why we're happy for this platform to be able to tell the world the challenge we are facing and hoping somebody mm-hmm. out there can um, come along and help to bear the burden of these less fortunate cricketers. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we will do um, a part in, in any way we can to make sure that you can get some funding. But I know how difficult it is. People aren't doing this easily. We have been asking for funding and our end, and it has been difficult to come by. I know I am very good with Mr. Springer, and I know that they have a great deal of challenges. Government has been putting... Yeah. Funding, um, but it, at least private yeah, enterprise it, is what has helped that, our organization, that, these cricket organization, true. Antigua. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true, but it, it's less about Antigua and more about um, our government here in Jamaica that basically turned their back on cricket, turned their back on cricket, cricket at all levels, not just at the international level, yes. but yes, at yes. all levels. And, and um, my comments is more guided towards the incompetent um, minister of sport here in Jamaica than the country of Antigua and Barbuda. Because we can do so much and no more because we are not on the ground in Antigua. But here in Jamaica, where we are to make the most impact, our, our government has basically turned their back on us and on making sure and asking for us to file um, tax returns 
every month, but never come to see the wonderful social work that we have been doing. Because each of these youngsters that come into my academy, we stop them from going out there and committing a crime because we get their hands, their mind, Indeed. their thoughts busy on cricket and it prevents them from going out there, getting into an argument with somebody and actually committing a crime or having the crime committed on them. Yeah, oh, I have a question. Go ahead, Audley. Yes, um, yeah, I want to know what age group, what what age group does it take in? You know, because we know that grassroots cricket is very important. Um, that 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 is where you know the 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 guys that are playing now, you know, develop the early interest and you know develop the skills to propel them forward later in the cricketing career. So, what age group are you, uh, you know, managing right now or training? Um, at presently, we we go no lower than 12, and we go no higher than 19 at present, at the moment. Okay, okay, that's good, that's good. Okay, thank you. Well, Le- Leon, I want yeah. to take this opportunity to extend our great, um, you know, the fact that we're very grateful to Junior for his time and his efforts, and we will make the effort to have him come back and talk to us again another right. time, uh, because he does have a lot to say and to tell and share with us about cricket development in the West Indies, particularly when we see what is going on. And again, although I might have overstated my point, it is really, really, very, very important that finance and help is re- is given to these academies because cricket, West Indies need to develop the talent and it's untenable that uh, academies such as juniors have to work hand and mouth to try and get the <coughs> equipment, get the things they need to survive. And hopefully others are listening and will make it part of their chores to reach out to people in higher authority who can help do it. Thank you, Junior, for coming. We invite you to stick around and listen to us or participate if you can. We will move on with the rest of our program for the night. Yeah. Wait, wait, let me just say to Mr. Coughlin that he is always very free to come on anytime he wants to and make a pitch because we are free. We are here every Sunday and we'd be glad to accommodate him anytime after 8 o'clock and give him a few minutes to make a pitch so that we can try and do our part to help him with his finances because I know it's a vital role he has to. To, to do in order to help develop this. And what he's doing is a worthy cause, but is really, really tough. I'm telling you, I'm saying from the bottom of my heart, almost every week I have gotten requests from people for help, and I know, coming from Antigua yeah. and elsewhere. So we yeah. will do our part. We'll do our part and by you talking yeah. and, and us promoting as much as we can. Could you, and also, could you give me um, three minutes just to say this? Um, yeah. When you look at Fabian Allen and um, Rodman, Rodman Powell, our 19th captain, 
these players are players that face the same challenge and difficulty that the guys mm-hmm. that I knew earlier face um, here in Jamaica. But the difference is that um, when Powell went to trials, Powell met up on um, Andre Russell, which was already established. And Russell realized that Powell is from St. Catherine, where he is from. And he latched on to him and support him. And that's the reason... Oh, don't, don't tell oh. me you're gone again. Yes, 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 we face that difficulty. Hmm. Well, he's welcome to come and join us hmm. again, you know, yes. by, by, before the show ends, and we will be happy to uh, entertain him. In the meantime, Leon, let's uh, um, move on with hmm. the rest of the program. Okay. So, all over to you, Dennis. And I'm sure Donna right. is... It's ready and time of the program where, where we will segue into focus on the laws of cricket. And we invite Donna to step forward and give us this week's presentation. Okay, so our focus today would be on Law 26, which is about practice on the field, and Law 27, the wicket keeper. I'll commence with Law 26, practice on the field. As usual, we are just giving a brief overview of the laws. Okay? Law 26. On match day, in every cricket venue, the players and officials look for an early opportunity to exercise their arms and legs. The easiest way is to grab a bat and balls and take to the field to exercise. The logical place to practice is on the pitch or the area closest to the pitch. But this area closest to the pitch is forbidden by cricket rules. Absolutely no practice on the pitch and the surrounding square on any day of a planned match. Practice may occur on the perimeter of the outfield before the start of play and after the close of play, during tea and lunch intervals and between innings. And although such practice in the areas outlined is allowed, the umpires have a duty to ensure that the practice will not significantly cause damage to the outfield. Additionally, while the match is in progress and there is a short delay waiting on a batter, limited practice may occur on the perimeter of the outfield before play recommences, after the close of play, during lunch and tea breaks and between innings. And more importantly, only match players from the fielding side may participate using the match play ball and practice bowling is not allowed parallel to the match pitch. But the bowler may have a practice run-up on the match pitch. Note that although perimeter practice is allowed and practice bowling, the umpires have a duty to ensure that such practice will not cause serious damage to the pitch and outfield, damage or change the match ball nor waste 
playing time. At any time during practice exercises, if the umpires observe any damage, the umpires will stop the practice and warn the players against repeat practice exercises. The batters themselves are also observed to ensure that their actions do not contravene set cricket rules. In addition to warning, the individual players and captains, penalty runs may be awarded to either side that is judged to be responsible for the infractions. And match officials are also asked to act. That ends law 27, so we now move on to law 20, law 26, so we move on now to law 27, which is about the wicket keeper, or in short, we call, we say the keeper. The wicket keeper is the only fielder who is allowed to wear protective gloves and pads covering the legs. The wicket keeper must, by positioning, remain wholly and functionally behind the wicket until such time as the ball has passed the batter or the ball has been struck by the batter. Failure by the keeper in this regard will contravene laws of cricket that will require intervention and actions by the umpires. Gloves worn by the keeper have very strict specifications for design, material, and webbing, and how threads are sewn. The keeper must remain static. No movement permitted until the ball either touches the bat, the batter's equipment, clothing, or simply passes the wicket untouched. When the batter sets off for a run or the ball becomes dead, when it is settled in the keeper's gloves, the keeper is now allowed freedom of movement to any area of the playing field. Some limited movement is allowed by the keeper to compensate for movement made by the batter before the ball is delivered, or a few steps forward for a slow bowler, a sideways movement to collect the ball that has passed the bat, or movement in response to the ball being touched by the batter. If the keeper contravenes any of the above rules, including making any noise that may distract the batter, the umpire at either end may call dead ball or signal no ball and the award of penalty runs. The batter is also subject to interference against the keeper who is legitimately doing his or her work as required. A deliberate obstruction of the keeper for any reason by the batter will result in the batter's dismissal given out by the umpire. Obstruction of the keeper may occur if the batter prevents the keeper from taking a catch to dismiss a batter or prevent the keeper from making a run-out dismissal of a batter. And that ends law number 27, the wicked keeper. And that ends the presentation as well. Laws 26 and 27. Thank, Thank you so you much, Donna. Much. Thank, Thank you. Thank um, you're welcome. You're welcome. One, very one, well input, one input there, Leon, for the benefit of uh, you know our, our listeners. Wearing of pads. Although the law prevents anyone other than the wicked keeper from wearing pads outwardly, it is not unknown in today's version of the game for players who are fielding at the silly mid-on, mid-off, you know, uh, portion, uh, part of the field, 
to wear the very short pad, you know, the very small one, on the inside of their um, equipment, their clothing, so that although you're, it's not visible externally, they are wearing it because they're in such dangerous fielding position. And it, that in itself is not disallowed by the rules, but for now it is part of what uh, those closing fielders that silly mid on and silly mid off, they do wear pads on the inside as well as all the other personnel to try and protect themselves while feeling in such very dangerous position. Uh, back to you, Liam. Yes, and, and also so a helmet. Yes. And they're allowed to wear a helmet as well. Yes, yes. yes. That's correct. Also, Liam, next Sunday's presentation um, will be by Mertris, and they'll pr she produced Laws 28. So, Mertris, next Sunday's presentation, Law 28. Um, by the way, we just want to make hope and pray that Mertris feels well. You know, she was not. She was under the weather early on, and that's why she's not on with us. I don't know if she heard, but indeed, we will love to. And of course, her mother has some challenges as well. So we're just keeping our fingers crossed and hopeful that everything goes well. And Mertris is back again, fit to be with us next week. God willing. Thank you very much. Dennis, very well put together, and I hope. In, indeed, can I, can I just call? Can I just call this this section of the show uh, of the show the the cricket university? You can call it anything except <laughs> calling me collect. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Gordon. <laughs> no, 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 and uh, we now on to law 27. And how many to go? 25 to go? No. 25 uh, to go. We just complete 27, so you're going to keep a, pick up at number 28. No, no. No, I said to go. Hmm. Uh, we're covering the whole set of laws, which are yeah. 42. Oh, okay, okay. I, I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Okay, so Dennis, we are on to the prime time now, of course. We have to begin with the big, Ooh. big win. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Why is that? Did you expect us to win anything? Not me. Little Richard never won anything, but West Indies won something. A big, big win for West Indies. Simon, are you on? Oh, okay. Yes, I'm listening. I'm here. Are you listening? Because we, we Western is one. Huh. And what have you got to say? You know. Simon, did you hear? Did you hear? Western is one. Today. Yes, yes. And the one in the one, and England also won. But we're gonna be delving into why Western is one and who are the the ones who make it possible. Western is won by eight runs. Eight runs. 
over Australia, the mighty Australia. They haven't won for a long time. Let me give you the scores. Can I can I just point out something here, Leon? Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the number eight, the number eight. Um, you know, numbers have meaning. Their meaning is a bit different. Number eight means a new beginning. Oh, right? wow! So just like seven okay. days, seven days, just like seven days in a week, and the eighth, the eighth day is a, a new beginning. We we'll start from Sunday again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the number eight is a new, and I'm really hoping it's really. And truly, a new beginning for our boys, man. I, I, I tell you. Uh, uh, go ahead. I'll come back. <laughs> and England won by 28. And England won by 28. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Are you sure? Okay. What you said may have some, some real good meaning. But just let me tell Simon. Simon Weston is batted first. They scored 311. And in the second innings, they scored 193. Australia was... Behind, and they were able to score 289. And they declared they didn't want them to be bowled out, so they cleared 289 for nine. You think they regret? And in the second innings, they and the and the second innings they made 207. Thanks to a new sensation on the block. His name is Shema. Joseph, not Azari Joseph, Shemar Joseph. He took 13 wickets in the match. He was man of the match and man of the series. In the series, in the series, in the series. Yeah, man of the in the series. Yeah, 13 in the series. Man of the match and man of the series. 13 in the one game. I mean, 13 in the series. No, 13 in the series. Yes, 13 mm-hmm. in the series, yes. And 7 and 6. Uh, in hide matches, so and he's fast, and the, the irony about it is that he was struck on the toe, and it wasn't expected for him to play today, but he was treated by the doctor, given some painkillers, and he came out and he made a difference. He got some seven wickets today on the track, bowling on a or on a broken toe. Oddly, you want to you want to begin? What what are your thoughts about the great oh, victory? Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> let, let me tell let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I went to my bed, and um, yeah, of course, I sleep on. Uh, you know, I, I slept when I woke up um, in the morning. It was four fifteen, and I reached from my phone, took a look at it. Of course, we know it's, it, it. To me, it was, inevit- it, it was inevitable that, that Australia is going to win. I, I said to me, <laughs> right? So I looked. I picked up the phone and I looked at it to see how much how much we could Australia won by. And when I opened the phone, wow! My eyes. You, you guys remember Barney Fife from from the Andy Griffith show? How can mm-hmm. how we can pull his eyes and. Or mm. uh, Mr. Furley from Seas Company, <laughs> same person, you know? <laughs> Actually, my eyes popped wide in dismay and disbelief. I said, what? West Indies won? And all the grogginess and the sleepiness just disappear, I tell you, man. I was not expecting it, believe me. I, I, I know that um, there was... Um, 
you, just to go back to where, when Australia um, declared the innings closed at, with nine wickets down, because um, indeed they want to have that go at the West Indies in the final half an hour, whatever, you know, they get. Yes, and I indeed know, they got a wicket. But um, yes, yes. So um, when when I look at, the, at that thing, I say, don't tell me West Indies won. Man, I was so happy. And, and of course, <laughs> I tell you, I, 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 did I go back to sleep again? Maybe maybe almost daylight I, I went back to sleep again. <laughs> but I was so happy for the guys because all along, you know, we discussed it on, on this program. We were hoping that one or two players would stand out just to teach the, the guys <clears throat> who could have been there or should have been there and they did not turn up. You know, there are some other excuses for them not to be there. And we really want some of the guys to really put their hands up and let the other guys who declined, you know, to, to, to go on the tour, um, to decline the invitation, that they'll have to fight to, if they're going to, you know, get back anywhere close to the West Indies team. And I have to say congratulations to Shamar Joseph. Uh, West Indies on a whole, the, 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 the fielding was up big time because some of yes. those catches were tunnels. Yeah, uh, some reflect the uh, of one and the other person catch the ball, but they were doing everything right, I tell you. And we want to big up Joshua De Silva because he got a big beat in the, uh, when he dropped some uh, simple catches uh, in, in the first match. And mm-hmm. we gave him all the beating that he deserved. And this time he came back with the bad, he came good because um, we have to remember that the West Indies in the first innings, we were. Um, 64 for 5. And we haven't seen any fighting from the West Indies for a long time like this. Because it's a different thing when you are 64 for 5 playing against Bangladesh or, or some other team. But when you are playing against a world champion and you are 64 for 5 and you end up making 311. All hats off to the guys who really turn things, things around. It is saying that we're going somewhere the silver 79, Sinclair 50, and had 71. Um, Joseph, of course, a quick fire, uh, 32, of 22 deliveries. So he came in on a counterattack, and um, we eventually finished uh, at 311. And um, when we saw what, ha- what took place in, 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 the, in, the, in the first innings, when they, they, um, the Aussies came to bat, and they declare, of course, Kawaja, the rock. I, I, I just love that guy. I, I, don't mind, I don't mind if nobody is make runs, as long as Kawaja make runs. I want him to make runs and the rest of the side field. Here is 65, of course, and 64 from, from coming. Uh, more and more, he's becoming a genuine all-rounder, the captain, because, um, you know, we're saying that, you know, for, for a captain, a fast bowler to captain the side. And we have seen wars, we have seen... Um, the guy from England, Bob Willis, and so forth, you know, but then he's really becoming a good all-rounder. He made 64 from 73 with eight, six, um, eight fours and a six. So just to continue, um, the, in, the, in the second innings, when, when, when they make their um, Western was kittled out for 193, that's when I say, no, it's over. This is what we expect. Uh, Western is going to stand up and then they're going to go back in and Australia is going to be having it all day, be having it all day away. That was my belief. And uh, so I went to bed. And as I explained already what happened, man, I was so happy and uh, ecstatic and every 
adjective that uh, that you can put to it. That is good. And I have to say congratulations to, as I said, Shamar Joseph and all the all the guys who really put their hands up. Some did not make a lot of runs, but the, the fielding was good, the catching was good, the everything was good. And we just want to say big congratulations to the West Indies team. I'm so happy for you guys. Uh, we give you a beating when when you get when you 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 um, deserve it. And now we have to give you all the high praise because you made us proud. Pro, pro, pro. Back to you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dennis, you want to go now uh, or later? Uh, well, um, Virgil, let's see what Virgil has to say before I come in. Virgil? I cannot. I, I, am I muted? No, no you're not muted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but so from since the birthday, I'm trying to say something, but it seemed like I was muted from since the birthday. Anyhow, let, let me go yeah. up further. I would like to yeah. say um. A happy birthday to my cousin, Curtis Barton, who celebrated his 60th birthday on okay. the 26th. And also my friend, Andy Roberts, who will be celebrating his birthday um, tomorrow. Okay. okay. So, so, Andy, we, thanks, we are proud of you, Andy. Yeah. Thanks, mm. thanks to whoever unmuted me, because for the last 45 minutes I was muted. And I... I, I'm yeah. like fish out of water because I can't get to Sorry say what I wanted to say. Anyhow, for, for for the West Indies game that win, it was a brilliant win. I was, I mean, I, I, I was watching the game, then I fall asleep, and then my brother called me. I wake up and I said like I was so glad. I wake up about eleven o'clock, but then fall back down asleep again until in the morning I saw a call from somebody about three o'clock, and I said the only thing. West Indies had to win the game for that person to be calling me. <laughs> and when I called him and then started go to my phone, I realized they had to win the game. So especially for that youngster from Guyana, which he, he was a security guard. And I know he wanted to play because he was, like, frustrated about the job that he was doing, he wanted to play for West Indies. Now he's getting his chance. And as I was talking to somebody today, I said, like, this guy really wanted to play for West Indies. He didn't want to go back and do that security job. So he really put, I said, 299% into that last game. I give the 1% because his toe was damaged, and he give it all. And that is what we want from the West Indies player. He was representing we, the people of the West Indies. And I'm just happy for that youngster, happy for his family, because as far as I know, he comes from a poor family. And that is what you want with these guys hungry for the game, so at least they can make a living for their family, and they can make we West Indian people proud. And I know for this weekend, I mean, for last night, this morning, I was really, really proud of these guys because these guys make we have something to talk about for a long time because we haven't won a game in Australia for, was it, 20, 27 years or 29 or 30-something years we haven't won a game in Australia. So these guys really make us proud. From Each 1997, yeah, who, who, put, who, who, who put their part inside the game? And for a youngster to get a five wicket in the first test and now another five wicket haul, then he should be just smiling all day and all night. We should be really, everybody should be really proud of uh, that youngster plus the team to give us that kind of little bit open door um, for for the future. Six and seven, thirteen. 13 in the, the, the match. Leon, 
We've been joined yeah, by... Not the mass, the uh, series. Hold on, hold on. You kept saying the match, Leon, for the series, the total for the series. First and second test. Six in one match, and one match, and the other game, you got right. seven. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, we were joined by... We've, but you can bring me to Audley. I don't see who. Jo- we've been by joined by Justner and oh, also okay. Junior Codlin. So let's see oh. perhaps if Judge Nap has any comments okay. on the in, on the India yeah, okay, England okay. match. Okay. Judge Nap. Yeah, we're doing everybody. What I just said. to make the region happy. We don't have a lot to smile about, you know. 
And these guys give us something to feel good about, something to be happy about. And I'm just happy for Joseph. I'm just happy for the West Indies team, for Coach, um, for Coach yes, Coley yes. and Jimmy yeah. Adams and the rest of the coaching staff. They have played a part in making us proud as well. And, and we are grateful on behalf of the fans here in Jamaica and in the Caribbean. We are so grateful. Guyana people feel happy. Those in the region feel good. West Indies cricket is on the rise again. Amen. Amen. Just so you, you were just trying to say something before we brought in uh, Junior. Do you want to say it now? Okay, she's gone. Go ahead, Dennis. You were saying, were you calling Junior about his discussion three minutes before we... No, we were, we were oh. just join, asking him oh. to join in right now. Okay. <laughs> can we have finish no. that? We, we don't right. have much time left, so let's, let's hear from well, you. Go ahead. Give us your thoughts now. Well, you know, just, just a reminder that we are deep in the Lawrence Yagaro hour. Eight, eight to nine is the Lawrence Yagaro hour, and we are 16 minutes into the Lawrence Row hour. Yes, indeed. So, Dennis, you have anything to say on this particular topic? Yes, because I, I just wanted to say, you know, a, a week ago I said that very few diehard West Indian supporters had any illusion that seven uncapped players could take down the test giants of Australia. Of course, the first test showed that it was an illusion. And the second test, well, something else has happened. I mean, the, the, the list, we sent seven uncapped A-listed players down there with, you know, the, the, the remaining five experienced players and to be honest with you the uh, players the new players such as Mackenzie Hodge Sinclair those players came on board and despite early challenges they came back when it mattered and did a great job in holding things together at long last Alzari Joseph has an opening bowler that complements his skills, which means that no longer can um, batters get in there and say, okay, we will sit on Alzari Joseph because we have an opening bowler from the other end who is not, wor who is not worthy of uh, you know, their thoughts. So Joseph has found a partner which we've long advocated for. And we anticipate that with the birth here of um, Shamar, we're having some feedback there, Leon. Do we know who we are? I'm telling you what it is, Dennis. Dennis, go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have Shamar with five first-class match and a lot of um, what we would call fighting ambition. He emphatically showed the season's determination, guts and polish of a player not just on the rise but of a player that may well have arrived. 
Um, he has done a remarkable job in holding up the West Indies almost single-handedly, I would say. He had contributions from, you know, um, one or two along the way, but it was his single-handed pursuit and determination that delivered to West Indies what they so long aimed for. And amongst the celebration, I want to say that there are a few of the seasoned players who need to take note, who need to work on their game. Because Chanda Paul a year ago was the toast and the talk of the town. And this season, he has failed, failed, failed. And I'm not saying other than he must take note and get back to the drawing board because he has much to offer. You know, the skipper, Brathwaite, again, he needs also to get back to the drawing board because there are things he's doing on the pitch, such as poor field placing, lack of leadership in many ways, and he needs to have someone, you know, mentor speaking to him about things that he can improve on. Otherwise, I am very happy and delighted that the West Indies have managed to um, secure this victory. I revel in their approach and their thoughts, and I'm certainly looking forward to the likes of Mackenzie and Hodge as they grow into this game, thanks to the kind of um, encouragement they've had from academies such as Junior's Codlings Academy, and they deserve to be supported. Back to you, Leon. Yeah, thank you so much. I just want to appeal to the panelists. Uh, we have the lines open to almost all of you, and if you shuffle the paper behind the scenes, it comes through. It's very sensitive. So we could you be kind enough to help us in that cause because we need each and every person to hear what other has, others have to say. Now, uh, uh, my, 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 my view is something. I don't want to begin before I mention uh, my good friend um, who made 50. His name is Sinclair. Sinclair was a vital part of our victory. Those catches that he took and that important 50 that he made. He really propelled the Westerners over 300. When once you got over 300, we were in the game. Shama Joseph was sent from Godman. Once in a while, you, you find a jewel come out of a, of, of a shell or something and perform. Remember when, when Ambrose came in on the scene? He never heard anything about him, and he just rattled off. Shama, um, Shama Brooks, not Brooks, they call him Joseph. He is. I don't think, though, that any one of those players will be recalled to the side, except, except Holder. You know, I say Holder because Holder may not have been the best player in, in, the, in the past few months, but Holder was one of the few who stayed on. He sacrificed and stayed with the West Indies and never went, went until in recent times. But he... He may, and the, the, the player who might be challenged would be Greaves. Graves. Um, but those guys perform well. And again, uh, Dennis, you put it right. I, you know, you have to give the captain praise, even though they lose and he doesn't perform. But Brad Twitt has not been performing up front 
And um, he has to show leadership up there. We need him to make runs. He hasn't made enough runs. If you check the, the score, he hasn't made more runs than Joseph, who, who is at the tail. So we need some performance from everybody, and everybody on the team is able to bat. And that is what I say. Everybody has to be called on to bat at some stage, and that everybody is going to call to bowl. And everybody has to be able to feel, and Weston's feeling was outstanding. The catching was was out of this world, except for um, one or two catches, one by the wicketkeeper. And uh, Joseph dropped a tip uh, early one this morning and uh, today. But other than that, the feeling was up to par in my book, and that helped them along the way. And they batted well all through the innings, except the opening pair. Chandra Paul, I don't know, but he must have not able to even find a good defensive stroke to be to at least save his wicket. We need to have a, um, a secure opening pair, and Bradford is not giving us that. And his 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 place in the side, even he, he may be retained in my view, but they can put him down the order because he seems to be complacent. We need him to stay there. You're the captain, stay there. Don't get out. I will we will forgive him if he doesn't score, but if he doesn't score and gets out. That is too much for me to palate. But congratulations to them and Shamar Joseph. Outstanding. You can't you can't deserve better. He comes on with a broken toe. <laughs> and he what I like about him is that he bowls wicked to wicked. And if he's not coming with a wicked to wicked, you have to make you have to play. And that's important. That's how you get wicked. So Good luck. Congratulations to West Indies, and I just hope that they they go on to have more victory. I don't know. I wanted to make a make a suggestion that West Indies should should know should know. Just pick uh, pick the side, pick their fifteen, play that fifteen as a side in their twenty over or the fifty overs or their T twenty. But they don't have T twenty though. Just to give them the practice and that the ICC has now got to wake up. West Indies need more funding. We need more funding. How can you give Australia, India, and um, England all the funds? And West Indies are struggling. And New Zealand are struggling. They need funding. You, they, are, they have virtually killed test cricket. But now with, with these wins, West Indies are coming back, and England are winning in India again, Australia is, is proved, um, has been beaten, and India have been beaten as well. So, test cricket is not at home at that, yes, at home at that. And test cricket is very much alive, and people still want to see test cricket. So let us hope that they, they react and do something about it. West, ICC needs to give the, the boards money that they can help funding yeah. organization like Coglin's organization and other people's organization because the, the amount they give them is not enough. It's not. It's not enough. So anyone else wants to come in, come right in. My yes, I want to come back in there. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the thing that spurred the, the West Indians on, 
You remember the time when with that infamous statement by Tony Gregg, I'll make oh, I'll yes. make somebody said something today again, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In England? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Mr. They were Greg. Mr. Rodney Hogg. Yes, Hogg. Mr. Rodney yes. Hogg <laughs> said, Look, the West Indies side is pathetic and hopeless. Hopeless, pathetic yes. And hopeless. And I read another, um, I read, uh, I read another story, and um, they were comparing the West Indies and Australia series as Australia. They were playing some minutes, you know. Um, but everything is grading, and uh, you know, I can't, I can't, I could hardly blame them either. But you know, with the, the, the uncertainty of the game, you never know. But when we look at the performances over over the past few years. And when you look at the, the might of the Aussies, uh, the world champions, and when you look at a side that, that, that toured with seven uncapped players, um, I, I'm not saying what they, what they, what they said <laughs> wasn't deserving because we really look hopeless and, and pathetic when you compare the two sides. But then when you use that to, 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 um, as a catalyst to propel yourself, turn it around, man, it's sweet. Yeah, and 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 I think that they, they have drawn from the the the, the statement with Tony Gregg and let the West Indies gravel and Sir I think our Sir Kibe said, look, that 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 day they, they, when they had meeting, nothing more was said. Everything was said already. Tony Gregg was a meeting. Um, let them gravel and everything changed. And um, I'm really happy. I'm really happy for the guys, man. I'm really happy. Back to you guys. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, Virgil. Sure. Yeah, um, I I think it was Junior was saying something about um, with the 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 other president that out. Hope when they come back, then guys just don't change. I hope it don't happen because you know something. These guys are playing right now. They want to play for us. We the West Indies people. Those other guys that abandon us and come and play when they want to. It's about themselves. So we have to play the people who represent it. We, the people of the Caribbean. Let these other guys, if they want to go, because these guys only want to play with us when nothing else is around. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you were talking about the ICC. Right? First of all, India can afford to play, I mean, play the, I mean, play for anybody to develop their cricket. Australia can do the same thing. England can do the same thing. If you want to have good competition, you have to help the one that cannot afford to pay to, um, to, to develop their cricket, in the, especially in the Caribbean and the other, con- the other country that can't afford to, 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 to develop their cricket. You need to put more money so you can have better competition. But we also have to remember ICC don't mean the International Cricket Council. It means <laughs> India Cricket Council. So they are not going to do that because they want their team to be up there. They don't want another team to come up and start a fight against them. Because if there if was the International Cricket Council, they would have helped to try to put more. If you want cricket to get bigger, you want the team that used to dominate to get back up there to have good competition instead of thinking about your country at least they will put money into those teams that will help them develop back um, their standard of cricket so you can have better competition for the world to see better cricket. And I hope they do that, but as long as 
India controlling the ICC because they have problems. Prime example, we always say government should not get involved in cricket with certain things we're talking about. We're not talking about finance. But look, look here, England was going there to play, and one of England players was having a problem because he had Pakistan um, parents. And those things is totally foolish. Pakistan went there and played the World Cup. They went to India and played the World Cup. But you cannot have things like that to happen because England have their team, and this guy is an English citizen, and he deserves to be over there playing. But to me, I think England should be stand up. Okay, if he's not going, we're not going nowhere. They need to stand up because this country, especially India, with all this money, they think they can bully everybody, and this thing has to stop. And I don't sorry they lose the game. And it's tell the truth. I'm glad they lose the game for that particular reason. Because you want to have good competition. And if this is England team going over there, if you have to have a visa, you give the person a visa. They're playing for England. He's an England citizen. He's a British, he's a British citizen. An England citizen. He's a British citizen. He has the same passport like each and every one of them. And they're going there. And they should not, they should not have a problem with him to go there. But I guess the Prime Minister of India always have some kind of issue. To me, he's the one that have issue with Pakistan players. Because Pakistan and India should be playing series. It don't have to be in India, and it don't have to be in Pakistan. Just like how they play the neutral grounds in Dubai, they need to be playing if you want the cricket to get more people to watch it and get better. But it seems like because with the IPL and all this stuff and they're making all this kind of money, because you are the money power, you think like, okay, I rule the game and I dictate how the game should play, who to go here, who to come here, and, and whatever. And this thing should not happen. But I'm sorry, England did, did not stand up for the player. Cause if he cannot go, well, we are not going. But okay. I guess they didn't want to do that. And I hope whatever problem they have, I hope he get solved so at least the young man can, I don't know if he's there now or what, but I hope that issue was solved. Let, uh, Leon, I, can you let I, me explain something here? Leon, can you let me ahead, explain something here? I don't yeah. know if Virgil read the whole story. Because um, you know, what came out, I, I think, honestly, shouldn't be out there. Because according to the rule, the, 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 um, what's supposed to be happening each player that is leaving, that is going to tour, like say a, a, a bilateral tour, your, your visa is supposed to be stamped from the country of origin from which you're coming from, right? Mm-hmm. So um, he was not in England. He was, the, the, the player was not in England. He was somewhere in Abu Dhabi or something like that. And he was told that in order for him to enter India, his passport would have, his visa would have to be stamped from the country of origin and and that was all he went back and get it and get it stamped and, and there was no problem mm-hmm. so you have to read the whole story that that was that was simple what happened no if you're going to say if they couldn't bypass that that would that would be you know, say changing the law to whatever but if you're leave it like if you're if you're going on a tour united states going to tour um according to the rules that is in place now with them you you can you can leave from canada and so you're going to join, get a passport stamp from Canada and go to the Western because you have to get a stamp from the United States. I'm just using that as an example. So, mm-hmm. and, and that was known. 
So Are what they? did he have to do? It was simple. He went back to he went back to England and get this the visa stamp from the country of origin where we are coming from. And there was no problem. He went off and he joined the team. So Hardly every every country have No, I'm just saying that's the law. I'm just saying I'm just saying that's the present situation. I don't I don't I don't. You may hold something, but I'm just telling the whole story how it is because I read the whole thing. All right. Mm-hmm. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and um, Virgil, with regards to in India and the, the money, they are saying the excuse is that they produce the most funding for. 87% of the revenue that England, that the ICC gets. And yes. therefore, they, they they deserve to get more. I, I don't know how that is, but it's, it doesn't seem to be fair that the, the money should be spread around more equally. Anyone else uh, want to yeah. say anything else yeah. on, before we move yeah. on to the England versus India yeah. match? Yeah. So, wait, yeah. before you say anything, there, that yeah. means, as long as you have, one second, as long as you have the most people in the world and the most money, that means everything should come your way. It can't, it, can't, it can't go to help the rest of them because you should get you should get more than everybody else because you put in more. It seems as if you will always put it in their ploy. Just my belief, it seems as if they are afraid that India can have the IPL and pull away from ICC. That is my, my feeling. I don't say it's is what is going on, but I just feel so. But they should be strong enough okay. to stand up to India, Australia, and England and tell them this is what we're going to do to save cricket. And the ICC um, is not doing that. Okay. Because it's, Leon. it's in the cricket council. That's what ICC means. It doesn't mean the international. Yeah. It cannot be international. It's in the cricket council. Leon. So who, who they going to stand up against? They can't stand up against nobody. They stand up, they're not okay. going to stand up against themselves. Virgil, can I? Virgil? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leon, you know, uh, cricket, the money situation is driven by politics, selfishness, greed, and money. Yes. yes. But we have 12 test-playing nations. And as part of the ICC, they have various committees or bodies that and thrash out such changes as the money, how it's distributed. What I don't understand, Leon, is that of the 12 test-playing nations, only three seems to be driving force in terms of getting what they need. Are there not nine other test-playing nations who should be in there in a sort of democratic way, fighting, making these required changes in order to govern the ICC. But it appears to me that only three nations are making all the decisions and the other test-playing nations are sitting back and playing. I don't know what they're playing at, but they're sitting back and they're not letting their voices heard in terms of decisions that need to be made. And this is where we have to talk to our own governing body, such as Cricket West Indies and the person who is there at the ICC, to make sure that when these decisions are being discussed, that they stand up 
and canvass other people who have the same difficulties so that when votes are being made, you're voting for the good of yourself and the others within the community. You do not acquiesce to three people or three groups because they happen to have the loudest mouth in the room. So our own um, representatives, such as Cricket West Indies and the other nine, to stand up and not cower at the hands of the three people with the loudest mouth in the ICC. Back to you, Liam. Yes, 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 yes. We, do, we have to do something. Check your number one first. If there's no cases, can I say something, Leon? Go ahead. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think, I think um, that monitor, and um, yep. if, mm -hmm. without a doubt, and they're looking at it from a business point of view, and, and at least the whole thing is business, right? Mm. But um, I, I, I think what you need is more, is more um, a heart of, uh, uh, heart, some heart of kindness and, you know, concern for others, looking, looking out for your smaller brothers, so to speak, then, because the, the, they have to remember when, when they themselves were, were actually minors, when they, they were beaten by everybody, they just came into test cricket. And um, what happened is that they, it, they reach a place now where they are powerful, uh, as they are called, the big three, right? So what, what they need when, when, they, when they do things like those, I'm not saying that they should not get their share, right? But, uh, and, and honestly, I don't, I, I'm not saying that they should get, everybody should get even share. Because if, if they are doing all the most of the producing, for instance, with the West Indies, when cricket play with, with, with uh, West Indies, they hardly support the cricket. So how can you play with empty stadiums and, and, thing, and then expect no just, um, money to just pour into your, in, in, into, into your thing like that? We need wasting out wherever we are, uh, who, who are not supporting cricket, need to start supporting cricket. And uh, I'm saying they, 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 um, they need to get some businesses to, to come in and start start to produce some, some, some results that people gravitate to the game again. Um, in doing so, people will be glad to put, the, you know, sponsors will be coming in and want to be a part of, uh, of the whole thing. So that's where the problem comes in because um, the, the, um, the IPL in India alone is worth $10 billion, $10 billion, the IPL alone, right? So I something if, if you are doing, doing all the business, if, if you are doing all business and things like that, it, it's not, it's Good. not, it's not. Uh, honestly, it's not nice to the start, you know, pour out everything. And they have to have a heart, and they have to know that they have smaller brothers out there struggling. So yes. they need to get more. But but it, it is no problem to me for them to ask for the lion's share because they are the ones who are producing most of it. That's I my think Mr. Junior wanted to ask. Um. Just to something that my learned friend said earlier, how, how, look at our team and the wonderful victory that we achieved earlier this morning. Have you noticed since the Skerrick administration come in and since the death of the Bishop that um, used to sponsor our team, 
Look, since mm-hmm. this administration come in, West Indies is without a principal partner. We are playing without a, a, a sponsor name on the shirt of our team. And, and um, you know what that means? The, the commercial director. Cricket is not being heard and showed on free-to-hear station and free-to-hear TV anymore. That's the reason why mm-hmm. nobody going at the stadium. Cricket is just being played in Antigua and in Trinidad and Tobago. It is not being spread to the wider Caribbean that actually love the game and would go to the game. So that's a major issue. And I side with the person that say we must engage those in Cricket West Indies to talk to them because we could generate our own funds as a, as a region where cricket is concerned. If Cricket West Indies rise up and do the right thing, and when they get those funds, they distribute those funds to academies that are doing their best in keeping up cricket on the ground um, where youth cricket is concerned because that's the feeding ground. But the first thing has to be done is to make cricket free to watch, free to hear, in that way, you generate the interest and you build the interest. You get the community underground involved. So I side with you with that. But um, the ICC need to do their part as well. And the, the board, the home board, need to step up and play a greater role. We, we can get a sponsor, but the way our cricket is being run, we are running big sponsors away. Okay. Here you guys. How about England and India? England. Batting first, 246 and 2420. India, 436 and 202. England winning there by 28 runs. Big victory. Long time India. Lost at home. Who's, who's want to go first? Who want to build the cut? Your thoughts, Dennis? Leon, we have 917207 with the hands up. You might know uh, you, who this person is. You don't want to come I don't know. They, they have you, a hand you up. don't want to come no. in now. Okay, I called them already and they didn't come. 917? Okay. Right. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we yes, can. can hear you. Yes. Oh, I want to say congratulations to the West Indies team. I'm, you know, I'm so happy like everybody else. But the one person that I really want to see the smile on her face, and that is Donna Brown. Donna, Donna. Brown. <laughs> if she could send me a picture right now with her face, I know that would make me even feel better. She's a diehard Donna. 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 Piper. Piper. Hi, yes. Donna, I know how happy you are. If anything, if nothing really now can depress you. Not huh? one thing can make you feel depressed at this moment. No, I'm yeah, very we happy. Her, we told her that she caught, she caught, caught wheel this morning already. She caught wheel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. So first, are you a cricket fan? Are you are you a cricket fan, or you want to make some some contribution to England and India match? India losing to England. Anything to say about it? Or you want to say something? I I, I want it. I'm I'm a. I'm an India fan. I wanted India to win. And you like cried like you cried like 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 a one of our panelists here. Well, no, I didn't cry because the the the, the um the happiness for West Indies keep me um in the in the situation uh-huh. that I mean there's no tears could have come out of my eyes at that time when West Indies win. All right. Just stay with us while we hear some other comments from the other panelists. Panelists, England versus India. England win by some 28 runs. And I um, hardly said the eight has a significant meaning because West Indies won by eight runs and now England winning by 28. You want to call me, Dennis? Time is running. Well, Leon, without repeating the scores here what I can say is that it is interesting that normally teams going to India starts to shudder because they feel that the wickets out there are prepared for the myriads of spinners that India can produce and it was kind of um, poetic in its sense that in the, England actually won beating India with spin bowling in India on Indian prepared surfaces. It was um, a very great entertaining match of cricket and it was enjoyed very much. And one could tell that in India was in trouble earlier on because the, the wicket was keeping low and it was taking a lot of turn. So we knew that any team batting second on that track was going to be in big trouble. And sure enough, the results prove exactly that they were in trouble. Otherwise, congratulations to England for winning. It was a good match either either way, and uh, those who were privileged to watch it all the way, I'm sure they enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you. Back to you, Liam. Yes, thank you so much. How about you, Junior? Do, do you have anything to share with us about the England-India um, match? Yes, I do. Um, when I woke up on, um, after the West Indies victory, I switched the TV. And before that, I switched the TV two times to the England match. And um, if you look and see, quite um, good is that Joseph on our side was coming into his first series and Tom from the England side was coming into his first series. And, and both, right, and both um, perform well. Um, I'm a very big fan of um, Brandon McCallum and what he was able to do with the England team. And um, we're happy that um, England got the victory over India for obvious reasons because um, India then was breached. It's been a while since India lost a game in um, India, and it has been a while since Australia. And and it, it's not coincident, but it is South Africa that went on to India 
and beat them in our test match. And it was South Africa that went on to Australia. Now the West Indies is beginning to do it. I'm seeing something changing in world cricket where um, home teams are being now beaten at home. And it's a good sign because we hear these stories about India setting pitch and all of these things. But once a team is good enough and can win in any condition, then that team is on its way up. And I can safely say England is a remarkable team under the astute coaching of Buzz McCallum and the, the great leadership of the now-turned-around Ben Stoke, two New Zealand, um, you know, men, you know, mm-hmm. by birth. And it just goes to show that the islands, persons from islands, like we are from, we have greatness deep within us. And if it is unlocked, then um, we can be able to rise and compete with among the best in the world. Because Ben Stoke and Brandon McCollum, they came from an island and they were able to conquer the big and mighty India. We're happy for England and we're glad they won last night. They played all-round cricket. They were marvelous. They were tremendous. And it just reignited the interest in test cricket. And once England is performing in test cricket, we know it has a future. Okay. Can, can you, I Mr. Quickly, Leon? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Or at least come yeah, on. Yeah. So just just want to remind you that um, India controlled the game really uh, about 90% of the game until the last 10% went England's way. But that was what really matters, winning the the, the, the game. And uh, that's my number two, my number two and number three team playing. And my number three did, you know, beat up on uh, number two. Uh, just a quick little, go back to West Indies, um, Australia a little bit. Uh, just to let you know, Kawaja was the highest run scorer. And um, Mackenzie was just one run behind him. Right? One run yeah. behind him at the second. And the same thing, the bowling. Um, Hazelwood, was, Hazelwood had 14 wickets. And our Joseph, one wicket behind him, 13 wickets. So West Indies were performing mm-hmm. well all the way. So how much? How much? How much? Congratulations to England. How much? Congratulations how much? Craig Bradford made. How many runs? Yeah. Craig Bradford made. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't uh-huh. have the whole list. I, I was trying to get the list, but um, I was having trouble mm. with that. But I, I know. I know exactly. for sure. Exactly. I was having trouble with that too. Yeah. Yes. Virgil, you, you yes, take. Yes, I'm having trouble getting it. Virgil, uh, you take. I will say congratulations to England <laughs> to beat um India. With my, my, and I also want to say um, congratulations to Shandapal imitation or Shandapal lookalike. Are you guys the who I'm talking about? Because the only yes, one person yes, playing right that look like Shandapal and play like yes, Shandapal. So Shandapal imitation. And I just like to show him back, and I just wish him all the best, and just keep on going. I know he was close to. I think he out. Um, he, he didn't make a sense. Make uh, close to that, but I hope on his next test at least he can make a century. I just love to tell you that. Leon, I think yeah, Brathwaite right. scored. I think Brathwaite scored a total of 34 runs for the two test match. You said 34. Okay. 
See if you, see if you have anything from your end. My my end is is closed. Oh, oh, oh! I just see a road trip, Rodney. Mm -hmm. A few good men. I don't know if it. Yeah. What this dying world could use is a willing man of God who dares to go against the grain and work without applause. A man who'll raise the shield of faith protecting what is pure whose love is tough and gentle a man whose word is sure God doesn't need an orator Who knows just what to say He doesn't need authorities To reason him away He doesn't need an army To guarantee a win He just needs a few Who laugh and love and cry Men who'll face eternity And aren't afraid to die Men who'll fight for freedom And honor once again He just needs a few good men He calls the broken derelict Life has been renewed. He calls the one who has the strength to stand up for the truth. Enlistment lines are open, and he wants you to come in. He just needs a few good men, men full of compassion, who laugh and love.
history. First man in Western history from this small country. To your ability, you have made it. And all the Tegans are proud of you. Now don't let us down to the boy and do what you have to do. When you're bowling volleyball, remember it's cute small. When you're bowling volleyball, bowl and make them wicked small. When you're bowling volleyball. Did you see Yes, I am. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. In cricket throughout the years, we have plenty talented men. And Samson, Baba, Slegoa, Tuck, and all the rest of them. There was no opportunity for them. Before their career, they had to stop. It's different with you and the boys. Stay up, stay up, stay up. Now when you're bowling, volleyball, remember it's duties fall. When you're bowling, volleyball, bowl and make them wicked fall. When you're bowling, volleyball, bowl like a devil ever you may be. Remember, you're bowling for all of we.
breathtaking. Sometimes I just wonder if these are next lovers in the making. That man Richard could really bat. It's something to see him and the attack. Plundering Boland again and again. It's remarkable how he does dictate the game. No.